0: You are listening to the JM Podcast. To learn more about Jesus Movement, visit us at JesusMovement.org. Hey, and welcome to this podcast. Now we're going to talk about what is Jesus Movement? This name might be familiar to you if you ever have studied revival in the past and we can go back to the 1970s where in America, in Los Angeles, tens of thousands of drug addicts, hippies, all sorts of people got radically saved as they were searching for meaning and purpose. The gospel became the powerful tool that just began to harvest in all these souls that were looking for for purpose. And they just fell in love with Jesus. It was such a mass conversion that this became the headline news in Time magazine and all these different platforms back in the 1970s. And it was so big that tens of thousands of people were saved in just a matter of weeks. And Jesus Movement is such a beautiful name because it speaks about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's a movement that is focused on Jesus, not a preacher, not a minister, but it's a movement of people that loves and adores Jesus with everything they have and they want to give him to their generation. So we want to take that DNA and that flavor that was touched in the 1970s and we want to release a fresh movement in This generation, because we believe that this generation now is searching and it's a beautiful time to release the gospel because the harvest is ripe. I have seen so many young people just looking for purpose. And as I preach and share the gospel with them, they just, this is what I've been looking for. I haven't heard it before. And I believe that we are going to see the next greatest Jesus movement and revival that the world has ever seen. So what is God doing in Europe now? Well, we're seeing that there is actually an awakening. The the hunger is stirring. Young people are beginning to ask questions. What is the meaning of life? What What is the purpose of my life? What is truth? And they're beginning to ask these very important key questions. They're tired of partying. They're tired of the drugs. They're tired of the shallow and the big and the hype. They're looking for substance. They're looking for truth. And we are having the answer. We got the gospel. We have, as the Bible says, The power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. That is the gospel. And the Jesus movement, it is this. It is a movement of young people unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who will boldly proclaim him to their generation with power and with love. That is what we in Jesus movement stand for. And this is what we would love for you to be a part of. And our vision and our DNA is that we want the gospel to go to all the schools and universities of the world. That is our mission field. Because... If you look today, where are the young people? There's three areas where you will find young people. It's behind their screens. You find them in the streets, but you also find them in the schools. Five days a week, you have students spending countless hours every day at the school, at their campuses, at the universities, in and out. But what are we doing about it? Are we preaching the gospel? Are we making it available? And we're seeing that it's such a big harvest field and we want to grab it. And part of my personal story with you, my name is actually Sebastian Lee Malin. I'm part of leading in the Jesus movement. I'm part of the leadership here. And how I got involved with this, it actually started when I was in high school. I was 18 years old, and I just had this desire and this uh, hunger to see God move and do something at my school. So I, 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 uh, I didn't know what to do, but I asked one of my leaders, my pastor, hey, what can I do? And he just told me, go get a classroom, start praying, and I did. So I started hanging up posters everywhere at my school. I started writing on social media. I invited all my friends. And I started having meetings every week during lunch break at my school. But the first week, no one came. Second week, no one came. Third week, no one came. And I got discouraged. I wanted to give up. I was thinking, God, is there any point? doing this at all and I was just uh, pretty much discouraged because I had all this vision I had I I saw revival on my inside but my reality I wasn't seeing anything change but I decided you know what I'm just going to pray this through at least God you hear my prayer you are faithful and there's power when you pray because God is faithful so I decided I'm just going to go with it so I prayed the fourth week. No one came. And the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th, and no one came. And I'm like, God, you have to do something. I'm desperate. I was crying out to God. Come and move. Do something at my school. And then the 8th week came. And then three people showed up for the first time. And I tell you, I was so happy. I preached the gospel to these three people. I shared my testimony. I did my very best so that they would experience Jesus himself. And this one girl, she was so touched. She broke down. She opened up her heart. And she actually gave her uh, gave her heart to the Lord. And it was so beautiful to see the first person give their life to Jesus. And I realized if it was only for her, It was worth it. But what happened from this meeting, they started bringing their friends and their friends, and it started growing. After all, two weeks after that, 10 people were in this meeting, and I was preaching how Jesus heals today because we believe in a God of miracles. So I shared a couple of testimonies, and I shared how Jesus had used me in my life to lay hands on people and see healing. And just as I finished sharing this with these people, a girl comes into the classroom with crutches And I'm freaking out. They're looking at me. I'm looking at them. And they kind of, hey, come on, dude. You got to do something. So I go over to this girl. And I ask if I could pray for her. And she lets me pray. And I pray in the name of Jesus. I command this leg to be healed. And I ask her, hey, can you test it? And it wasn't healed. And I was discouraged. I said, God, help me. I'm stepping out in faith. I'm doing what the Bible says. And nothing will happen. Then suddenly... The classroom is filled with 20 more students that just arrived because they're early for class. And I have a big circle around me with over 25 students. My heart is beating. I start to sweat. The adrenaline is kicking in. I'm nervous. My prayer was so simple. It was, help, God, help me. And then I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, pray one more time. So I lay my hand on this girl's leg, and I command, in the name of Jesus, be healed, short prayer. And she starts screaming, fire, it's burning, what's happening? And I realized God just showed up and he healed her completely. All her pain was gone and all those students in that classroom were freaking out. What is this, Sebastian? I thought you were a Christian. What is this? And I realized my generation have not experienced the power of the gospel. All they've heard all their lives probably through school and I don't know their upbringing was religion. They hadn't heard about a a Jesus that heals, a Jesus that loves, a Jesus that restores, a Jesus that forgives. So I started sharing the message of Jesus with these people. And in over one week, I gave away over 60 Bibles to people that were just hungry to read the Word of God after what they saw and heard with their own eyes. And over 1,200 students at my school, they heard the rumors about what Jesus did in my school. And I got so many prayer requests, so many people coming over to me. And things just started happening. People got saved and it just exploded. This is what we want to release all over Europe. And this is my burden, guys. This is my prayer. And it's, and it's that you would be released at your school, at your university, to do exactly the same thing. The Bible tells us this. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. It's a movement, guys of people unashamed of the gospel. And how will this take place? We have five core values in Jesus' movement. And our first one is pray like Jesus. There is power in prayer. Nothing is, impo- nothing is impossible for God. Just like you heard in my story, God can do in your school and he's faithful. But sometimes you just got to pray until something happens. We need to have breakthrough prayer, as I call it, that we pray until something breaks. Not just ask him once, not just ask him twice, but pray until something shifts, until something happens at your school. That's what's gonna bring change it, this work is built on prayer we won't do nothing unless we pray jesus said you can do nothing unless you abide in me and i in you so we're gonna abide in him we're gonna pray we're gonna be with him we're gonna ask him, we're gonna cry out to him and secondly we are gonna preach the gospel because the gospel is power and that's the message that brings salvation. It's not my opinion. It's not the world's opinion. It's not what the latest news on Facebook or social media that's going to change someone's life, somebody's life. It is the gospel. And it's the only message that brings transformation. And Jesus is the only way to the Father. So we are a movement of young people who preach and proclaim the gospel. And then let me tell you guys, God is faithful to confirm his word. When the disciples, when they were commissioned out by Jesus, he said, go out into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. That word world is not just the the globe that we live in, but it's also the the different uh, social fears of society. It's into the education. It's into the politics. It's into the culture itself that we will go with the gospel and the field that we're going to preach the gospel. It's the school and it's the universities and there we're gonna be bold and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ we're gonna preach the ABCs of the gospel creation why were we created we're created for fellowship with God we're gonna preach separation the reason that we're separated from God is because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but then we're gonna preach the solution the cross the blood that was shed for our sins we're gonna lift up the cross and then we're gonna challenge and invite people to respond and put their faith and trust in Jesus that's the abc's of the gospel and we're going to preach because we have been giving the ministry of reconciliation and people need to be reconciled to god so we're going to cry out and we're going to preach but we're also going to share the love of jesus because we're we're at school right five days a week you wake up early sometimes the monday mornings they can be quite rough i remember it very well myself waking up at six o'clock in the morning tired feeling like the bed just trying to hold me back getting my morning coffee sitting on the bus you're tired you're not feeling like you're on top of the world but let me tell you the love of jesus is so practical there's so many ways where we can share his love with people. It's stopping for the stranger that is sitting in the hallway. There's so many people that are lonely today. And it, all it takes is, hey, how are you? Is there anything I could pray with you for today? You would be surprised with the response you would get by just stopping. Taking time for the one. Take time to love on a stranger. Take time to help someone in your class. Take time to take them out for lunch. Take uh, Drink coffee with them. Do life with them. Share the love of Jesus. Because love looks like something. Love is not passive. Love is full of action. So be creative. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in how you practically can demonstrate and share the love of Jesus at your school. Because the Bible says there's no greater love than this, than he who lays down his life for his friends. Jesus laid down his life for us, and he called us to follow his footsteps. So we're going to lay down our lives for our friends, for our students, for the people at our schools, for our teachers, and share the love of Jesus with them. And that's uh, the fourth thing that we're going to do. We're going to release the power of Jesus. There is so much hunger after spiritual things amongst young people today. They are seeking a new age, in Buddhism, in all this kind of new religious stuff that is coming up. And we have the Holy Spirit. We have been giving the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said when we go out all into all the world, we, He has given all authority. And He has given that same authority to us. So we're going to use it at school. And it's so powerful when we go out. Because Jesus told us that we're going to lay hands on sick people. And they will recover. Just like that girl at my school. When I laid my hands on her. The first time I had to take the step of faith, it was uncomfortable. But you know what? When you step out of faith, the power of God follows. Faith is the connecting point with the power of God. And then we're not praying from our own opinion. We're praying on the basis and the foundation of the word of God. It's not my opinion about healing. It's his will. Healing is the will of God. And we have the power to heal the sick because we have the Holy Spirit and we have the name of Jesus. And lastly, the Bible tells us you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. That means that you will get power to be a witness so you don't have to feel like you have to produce in your own strength and in your own ability to be a witness. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Freely we have received from Jesus and freely we are going to give it to others. Just like that girl in my school, you're going to see in your school, people are going to get healed. I'm telling you, when you act upon this that I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm confident of this. Why? Because I've experienced it. It's It's real. I'm convinced, and I pray that you would do the same. Amen? And lastly, we are going to make disciples. A Jesus movement is not a movement unless we are making disciples. Making disciples is more than just meeting one person once a week. It's actually investing and imparting your life to another person. And if we are going to see the nations reached, we're going to see our schools changed, And we need to make disciples. And the beautiful thing is when you are in a college campus or a high school, for example, it depends on the country you're in, but you are on average on three to four years in that particular campus. That means if you start a Jesus movement at your school and you're in the first, like your freshman at your school, And then you are there for four years. Then you disciple someone that is younger than you. And so that when you leave your campus, they're actually going to continue. And we're going to see a movement of that. So when people get saved, when they get born again at your school, you're going to begin to disciple them. Yes, we're going to bring them to church and into fellowship, but you're going to meet them daily. So take them out for coffee, you know, study together with them. Find some time during your school week to pray together, to seek the face of Jesus, to actually teach them the word of God, but also Bring them into your life with God. Let them see how you pray. Let them see how you spend time with God. Because what you live out, they want themselves. So don't just teach at them, but demonstrate how you live and that that will be multiplied into other people. Amen. This is the Jesus lifestyle we want to live at our school. This is what's going to bring a true Jesus movement. It's when young people walk in love. They walk in power. They walk in purity. They have a strong personal life with God. They love the word. They love to pray and they love to share the gospel with other people. So I pray that you would get this burden for your school. So let me just pray for you at the end now, and then we're going to finish. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that for the person, for the people listening to this podcast right now, that you would just give, uh, give them a burden for their school, for their university, that they would feel the need and the importance of sharing their faith and being public and living boldly for you at their school. So I just pray, Holy Spirit, for a supernatural burden to be released. And I pray that you would give them boldness, that you would release your Holy Spirit on them and then you would use them to bring a movement of Jesus at their school and they're going to see their classmates saved teachers saved I just see it in my spirit that we're going to see so many young people save them respond to Jesus because of you listening to this podcast right now so I bless you and I thank you father in the name of Jesus let it be amen if this is something that you have on your heart I would really encourage you to on our website. We have a button. It's called Join the Movement. Fill in your information. And then we also have a Kickstarter pack where we also have some activations, practical things that you can do immediately at your school. So if you just want to get started, I encourage you to sign up. Uh, Download the Kickstarter pack and just go for it. And also stay tuned because we will have more teaching and more podcasts coming soon that will be um, challenging. It will inspire you and also teach you how you can continue being a powerful witness for Jesus at your place of study. God bless you.